You're listening to the Play Like a Girl podcast, episode number 10. You play ball like a girl! I'm Nikki B with Play Like a Girl, made just for female athletes. Hello everyone, welcome to the Play Like a Girl podcast. I'm your host, Nikki B. Here at Play Like a Girl, we aim to encourage more confidence in young women who play sports and give them the necessary tools and advice to have an amazing career in sports and beyond. If you are a young woman who plays sports and lives an active lifestyle, or you know one of these young women, I am so excited you are here. Each week, we will either bring you a guest in the sports world or have a roundtable discussion of the many taboo and important topics in the world of female sports. Are you with me? Let's change the game. All right, Plague listeners, I'm so excited for today's episode because I have some current high school student athletes in the studio with me. We have Kelsey Hall, Ava Han, and Sophia Hawkes, who are all softball players in D1 commits. So today we are going to talk about their sports experience and the process of getting recruited to signing and what they're most looking forward to when they go off to college. So thanks so much, ladies, for being here with me today. Thanks for having us. us. All right, so let's just do some quick introductions, get to know yous. So I'm gonna, I wanna know from you guys, three things. Where are you going to school? Where are you committed to? What's your favorite sport to watch other than softball? And what is your favorite post-game meal? Kelsey, do you wanna start? Sure. (laughs) I'm committed to Fresno State University. I'm a senior currently at Bella Vista High School. I... What sport did I play? Favorite sport okay. that you watch other than softball. Um, I really like to watch college football just because it's so intense and lively. Mm-hmm. And my favorite post-game meal is probably sushi. Mmm. Love sushi. <laughs> Ava, you want to go? <laughs> sure. Um, I am committed to UC Santa Barbara, and I'm a junior at Elk Grove High School. Um... My favorite outside sport, probably baseball, just because I can relate to, I can kind of relate to it. Mm-hmm. Um, was it favorite post game meal? Definitely chicken nuggets. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm committed to the U- University of Utah, and I'm a junior at Pleasant Grove High School right now. And my favorite sport to watch outside of softball is probably pro baseball, like Ava, because mm-hmm. like you can like relate to it, and just it's so much like softball. And uh, my post-game meal is probably spaghetti. (laughs) Such good (laughs) post-game meals. I love it. My favorite post-game meal is probably In-N-Out. Oh, yeah, that's good. It's a good one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, let's dive in further. So what sports did you ladies play growing up, um, if you played any sports other than softball? And when did you narrow it down to softball? Growing up, I played soccer, basketball, Mm -hmm all those cliche kind of like <laughs> sports that you play when you were younger. But then when I got into travel balls, 10U, um, my coaches strongly suggested I focused in on softball. So that's when I stopped playing other sports. Um, I played soccer and basketball too. Mm-hmm. And like, I just wasn't really athletic like that. <laughs> so um, I definitely narrowed it down probably like when I started playing when I was eight. That's pretty much, mm-hmm. I like stuck with softball. Yeah, so. that's so funny to say that. It was the same thing for me. I played soccer and basketball, and my dad was like, you're afraid of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot play these sports yeah. because you're literally afraid of the ball. Let's get you into golf. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sophie, what about you? Um, when I was little, I played soccer. I tried basketball, and in like sixth grade, I tried volleyball, but I didn't really like any of them besides softball, and then I started getting to like travel ball after rec ball, and then I just kept with softball because I just loved it. I don't know. Awesome. And what age were you when you, both of you, what age were you guys when you stuck to softball? Like 10. 10? Yeah, yeah, same. 10? 10. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you guys were all about the same age, like 8, 9, 10? Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so going from travel ball to high school, I mean, that's a big change, right? When you're in high school, I think playing travel ball, there's differences between playing travel ball and then playing for your high school team. So what's the best part about being a student athlete? Um, I think once you get into high school ball, I mean, I'm sure they can agree. We definitely start to appreciate our sport more so. And the, I think because we have been the type of athletes where we're constantly surrounded by other athletes just like us that have the same motivation. It Obviously, high school ball it has a whole diverse like group. 
And so obviously we aren't all at the top caliber of play. So then when we come back from our high school teams, when we're frustrated, when we're like, <laughs> why can't, why aren't they performing? Why aren't they competing? Mm-hmm. Like we want to always compete. So I think the best part is just definitely like being able to appreciate the caliber that we've been lucky enough to put ourselves in. Totally. That is true. Like I agree <laughs> with you so much. I could, I can't even like find words to say because mm-hmm. like it's just, it's just two different. Mm-hmm. It feels like two different like yeah. sports. Because yeah. we definitely like, like it's we totally. start competitive so early, and so, so that's early. just what we're used to. And right. we've and you kind of see the same players like oh I remember playing her. We always used to play each other when we were younger. But then in high school you're like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you play like, softball. Yeah. <laughs> but like most of the time they're like no I'm just trying it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, so it's definitely a whole another level of appreciation for our sport. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely. Um, Wait, what was the question again? The best part about being a student athlete. Oh, um, I feel like the best part is like being able to do something other than just school mm-hmm. and like being able to just I don't know. I don't I don't really like I don't know. I would say it's like, like, yeah, like having another like outlet, I guess, mm-hmm, like an exactly, extracurricular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of almost like another um, group of friends too, right? Yeah, like, yeah cause I know, yeah, yeah, I know sure. for me, I had a different group of friends. Mine kind of sometimes intermingled, but yeah, you definitely have a different group of friends um, in school and then in your sport. But then also too, I love that you guys brought up the difference between the travel team and then yeah. the you know the actual mm-hmm. high school sport because I know for me I didn't have a team outside because it's just an individual sport but yeah it was just the competition was way more fierce and mm-hmm. way more competitive yeah. when you're outside of high school and high school you know brings in kind of just some girls that just want to you know yeah. have fun and aren't too serious but so it's definitely nice to be yeah play on the same caliber as other people for sure. So what are some other things that are not so great about being a student athlete? Do you find that it's hard to juggle being, you know, school, sport, social life, sleep? Yeah. (laughs) All of it? I feel like social life is hard to, like, it's hard to have a social life Mm -hmm. also with softball because, like, during high school, like, you have to do, like, all of your homework and you have to go to school for, like, seven hours and Mm -hmm. then you have to go to work out and stay in shape and then you also have to go practice and, like, also stay good and be consistent with and like hit for softball so you don't like go in and sucking mm-hmm. in a game and also go home and do homework like I start homework at like 10 o'clock at night like but usually like th- it's not been too bad because I'm just mm-hmm. taking like regular <coughs> classes but I, it's just hard to balance it all and social life totally oh my gosh you start homework at 10 o'clock yeah. at night yes. when do you sleep <laughs> I know um, never yeah. yeah and you probably yeah. wake up at how early for to like work out or go to school uh, like, um, I usually wake up at like seven. She yeah, I wake up at like six because she lives close, but yeah. I live like forty minutes from my totally. school. Totally. So you're probably yeah. getting like five, six hours of sleep every night. Yeah, if that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, the hardest thing probably like, she's right about juggling with social life and all that. But it's for me, it's definitely school because like I know that I do struggle with school, so I do need like extra time. Mm-hmm. So like. I go to school, go to practice, you know, go to my workout, whatever, and then I go home, and, like, literally, I just study for so long, mm-hmm. just, like, it's definitely a hard task, but. Totally. And also, like, I missed, like, a bunch of, like, dances for, like, high school and, like, right. middle school. You miss a lot of, like, things like that to go travel for softball, oh, but yeah. you kind of get used to it. You kind of, like, oh, that that's my life, like, softball is mm-hmm. my life, like, I, I have to go and fly to LA so I have to yeah. miss homecoming mm-hmm. or I have to miss all of these dances and stuff and like you kind of just sacrifice like those social things definitely oh yeah I remember that completely like I had to miss like homecoming games some dances yeah. like there's definitely things that you have to miss but I think it's you know worth it in the end I mean you guys are it's all definitely worth yeah it. you guys yeah, are all committed to amazing schools which is so awesome and you build memories with your sport too mm-hmm. like those are memories that lot of other kids don't get the you know pleasure of having so but at the same time sometimes in it does suck in the moment having to miss some of those high school activities too yeah I think it's one of those things to where you can either look at it as oh it sucks we always get to miss this we Mm -hmm. always get to miss that but yeah it does it's disappointing when all your friends are all hanging out and stuff like that but at the same time it's because like we love our sport that we do we we're we appreciate it. Luckily for me, like my parents, they've been nothing but supportive and they understand that like I go to workouts because I want to. I love seeing the prog- like the progression and all mm-hmm. this stuff. So 
it's not I don't necessarily see it as something that kind of sucks mm-hmm. missing because also it prepares us for like our future because mm-hmm. when we're older we have to be able to balance oh, do I want to go hang out with my friends but I have work tomorrow right so it's kind of like our job but it's a job that we get to choose mm-hmm. and I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a great outlook to have because it's so true. Like, I think the best part about being a student athlete is all the skills that you're learning now because you guys are going to be, I mean, if you don't follow your sport professionally, I mean, you guys are just going to be the best employees in the future because you have all of these skills and qualities about you that other people may not have. So, and I love, okay, you mentioned working out. These girls, by the way, (laughs) are badasses, if I can say that, in the gym. I've worked out with, or seen you guys work out before, and we'll talk about that in in a few minutes but um I also want to talk about another like good thing about being a student athlete um what do you think about like the team because we kind of talked about you have different friend groups um and how do you feel about your experience with like your team like what's that camaraderie like and how much um I don't know do you appreciate that or does that impact you um I really like it because we all kind of have the same goal Mm -hmm. for like we all want to get somewhere in life be something in life and we all have the same like motivation and drive to mm-hmm. like reach our goal and like I just think that's like so cool just because like like you said earlier like you have a group at school and mm-hmm. then you yeah. have a group right of girls on your mm-hmm. team it's just like school is just like you see them every day but like softball is like those are your best friends mm-hmm. like you you're with them all the time you're like you're going to LA you're going to Florida mm-hmm. wherever you go like just to play yeah. the sport you love yeah. and like I just I just yeah I feel like that I relate more to my softball like teammates better because we're yeah Mm -hmm. we all have like the same goal to like get to college and do really good in softball and we all love softball and like you come together to like win and work hard and stuff and like I love hanging out with my teammates like after like games and after like a long day like we just go out and eat and just like Mm -hmm. laugh and just like have fun and I that is like the best memories I just love hanging out with all of them oh yeah oh those are my favorite there was this one diner that my high school team every time back from a tournament we would all go to this one diner and like that like those are my favorite memories like not even all the golf course but like having you know burgers at this one diner and like you said just laughing and like just spending that time together like those are the fun memories and like you said like you guys are driven like it's Mm -hmm. not just like oh you go to school and then you do whatever you want after school like Mm -hmm. you have a game plan you have a goal in life and you are like set out to do something and it's fun to share that and motivate each other so that's really cool um so let's talk about now your training I know I touched a little bit on your workouts but talk to me about your guys's practice schedule your workouts what you do to get in shape and to be like on your a game for softball and then also your nutrition because that's a big part of it too well so for us I know me personally my team is based down more south in Stockton Mm -hmm. so for softball it's a lot of it is individualized work like you it's your responsibility if you want to play if you want to be where you want to be then you have to be hitting at home you have to go out pitch to a friend you have Mm -hmm. to do all those things so but what we all do how we are all kind of here together is we work out at a training center results physical Mm -hmm. therapy and training bbr (laughs) we love you but um that's just something that has been huge for me i go in there four days a week and they Mm -hmm go into but it's something that it's such an intense environment to where we're all wanting to get better we work our so we get there we all do our 5 30 session mm-hmm. we start with our warm-up whatever and then we do 45 minutes of agility work working on our verts our med ball work our like just anything you can think of to make sure that we're agile athletes mm-hmm. and then our then the next 45 minutes we go into is our weightlifting and we do a lot of like olympic lifts Mm -hmm. power cleans front squats all that stuff and then we obviously do our arm care and stuff like that so it's a really good environment for us all because we're around different athletes it isn't just softball or baseball Mm -hmm. there's lacrosse in there there was a bmx rider in there yeah pro a pro tennis player Mm -hmm. and it's so cool because richie works with so many different athletes Mm -hmm. at different calibers so like we all luckily can like push each other Mm -hmm. so yeah and you girls are in there working out with the boys keeping up it's definitely a class that started with um elk grove baseball and then um i i came in i was richie's i like to hold it pride (laughs) i would say i was his first female athlete and i i just went in there and i i was never scared i was Mm -hmm. always like 
okay, like, you're not going to be my partner, but I can probably lift more than you. Yeah, <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> it's, it's definitely something that drives us, and it keeps yeah. us focused. Yeah, That's what's true. it like working out with the boys? It's, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, it's also Gives me like more of a push. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're also like strong, and you're just like, oh, I gotta be right. like better. And yeah. Yeah, but like you said, you guys are in there doing like Olympic weightlifting. Like I remember, I was watching you guys, and I told I told Luke, I was like, I need them on my podcast. <laughs> like they are badasses, and I need them on. But yeah, I think that's really cool. And I, I mean, you guys, you guys grind, not just. And I didn't realize for your practice. So for your travel ball team, is that what you guys are doing individually? Your practice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As like as you get older, you like start to not <clears throat> practice more with your like travel ball yeah. team because the like, the areas are so like spread, spread out. out. Like mm-hmm. my team's out of the Bay Area, and that's like an oh, like wow. hour fifteen minutes away, and mm-hmm. we do like one practice a week. But right. yeah, it's more we do indiv- it usually yeah. on the weekends. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more individual, and like you kind of have to realize that you have to work out and like practice on mm-hmm. your own and so like yeah you have to do that like every day and yeah so who do you guys get to like practice with you because I know you said you have to like like throw and hit and catch to people like do you do that in a net by yourself do you do that with like a parent or a friend who do you get like who do you recruit to practice with you uh, <laughs> well um for me I'm a pitcher so mm-hmm. like I definitely need someone like to always catch me right. so my dad always helps me like when That's he awesome. can come home early from work like mm-hmm. he'll catch me he'll go out in front like it's pretty cool, and then... Or whenever I'm over. Yeah, or whenever <laughs> she's over. I remember one time I came home from a practice in Stockton because <laughs> Stockton, Stockton's, like, it goes, like, Elk Grove Stockton uh-huh. from where I am, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to stop by Ava's house, and then her dad's over here making me such nice tacos. Like, he just comes in, he's like, Kelsey, you want some food? I'm like, okay. And then he's like, oh, well, yeah, you're going to catch Ava. I'm like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eating my taco, like, okay. But, yeah, what's, that's what's also nice about the whole teammate thing. And, like, mm-hmm. we form such good friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, these girls are literally my sisters. And, like, Aww. we're, what, like, 35 an hour from each other. Yeah. And, and it's still just, like, we can come to, the, like, this one common goal. And, mm-hmm. like, us not practicing with our team every day, it really, like, shows, like, the respect that we have for each other because mm-hmm. we are all such great athletes and we put in the work separately to be able to come together. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I really That's admire. That's super cool. Yeah. Super cool. Usually, like, my dad usually helps me, too. And, mm-hmm. like, as you were saying, like, who helps you when you work out? Mm-hmm. But shout out to my dad, you know. <laughs> He's always been there no and, problem. like, yeah, play catch with and, like, hit me ground balls and just hit into the net. And usually, like, if it gets dark early, then we just hit in the net in, like, my garage. But if, like, it's, like, light outside, then we go to the park, and you can, like, see where the ball goes. It's, like, better to go out to the park. But, yeah, my dad's always kind of been my, like, hitting coach. And mm-hmm. I went to the hitting coach one time, but, like, my dad's always just been there, and it's just easier for him to coach me than anybody else. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a, uh, actually a, an episode a couple episodes ago, and I brought my dad in and just talked about, because I had swing instructors, but ultimately, like, my dad was my main swing instructor, Um, but it's a fun, special bond that you get to share with them, right? Like, it's something that, you know, you'll be able to cherish forever, but were your were your dads ever your like actual coaches like team coaches or anything oh and like yeah, rec yeah. Ball. Sure. Rec oh, yeah. but then my dad always says now you more you know more about the sport than I do yeah, I can't exactly really that. I can't really coach you on that but it's just like always like going down to LA going mm-hmm. to Florida all the different memories we make like me yes. and my dad mm-hmm. we became and my mom of course I love, I yeah. love you mom love you too moms <laughs> love you don't you can't forget the mom yeah, yeah. <laughs> um we just make so many fun memories like driving down going to Food places we think would be good, but mm-hmm. you get food poisoning. Yeah. Oh, it's my just my gosh, but I love that. we love that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but my gosh. it's just all the memories that just come with our sport. Totally, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a cool bond. It's a special bond, I think, between a dad and a daughter sharing yeah. sports. And I find that it's like pretty common between all sports. So I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what about nutrition? Um, do you guys ever like is there a certain nutrition regimen you, that you follow whether it's just like even like if it's just post or no is it that just like not even a thought right now well like when we get to college it's gonna be yeah, like they're sure. gonna be super strict on that mm-hmm. and like they kind of provide yeah. us food and stuff but like now like we all definitely like like to keep like health on the healthier side mm-hmm. but obviously sorry sorry guys it doesn't happen all <laughs> yeah, the time yeah, yeah. Exactly. we we work out a lot it's okay to get that cheeseburger oh, sometimes yes. but like I don't know. For me personally, I know this kind of sounds very like, uh, but just because of, like all the workouts that we do and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't want to put a bunch of garbage into it yeah. because right. 
I like to be like, wow, like look in the mirror and be like, I'm like, it's actually doing something. Mm-hmm. Just like the all the like 20 pieces of chocolate, like isn't gonna like <laughs> yeah, exactly. that. So we cut it down to 10. <laughs> no, I remember that too. Well, and here's the thing when you're in high school, I remember I could eat anything I wanted mm-hmm. and like nothing would happen. So enjoy that while now, ladies, <laughs> like I swear. Um, but I do remember like I would be healthy for the most part, but then there would be times I would go get like Jack in the Box before yeah. practice or like yeah. donuts or like, like you that. know, I, me and my friend, my one friend Lauren, who we've had on the podcast, her and I used to do that together. We were like each other's bad influences, but um, our yeah. energy drinks. Yeah, yeah. Red, exactly. we're going to have to cut it down. Now we're gonna have yeah. to cut it down. I mean, sometimes, you, well, when you get only like five to six hours of sleep every right? night, it's know. necessary. It's exactly. necessary for sure. Um, okay, so let's talk about college because you said that college they're probably gonna have a nutrition plan or at least some yeah. guidelines for you to follow and everything. But let's first talk about the recruiting process um, because I'm sure it's changed since I was in school. Mm-hmm. So when did you begin searching and who reaches out to who first? And I know there was a rule change recently, so you can touch on that too if you'd like. Um, before the rule change, um, they, the coaches would kind of reach out to us Mm -hmm. and like, I remember like I was in like eighth grade and we were just like in tournaments and I don't know if showcases were a thing then, but they were, but like we weren't really going to them, but, um, well they couldn't like, we could reach out to them and like if we called them, we could be like, hi coach, just letting you know, I'm going to call you at this time. And then if they answer, they can talk to you, Mm -hmm. but they can't call you back if they don't answer that. But that was until your junior year that they, Mm -hmm. you could kind of get away with that. But the recruiting, like, the rule just changed to where you, they can't do anything like that until your junior year. Yeah. Zero Which, communication yeah. now. Because mm-hmm. the s- recruiting in softball, I don't know if it's been like this in all sports, has – it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. sixth have graders girls, committing to Florida. Right, I was going to say, don't they have freshmen. commits for, like, graduating year 20, I don't know, yeah, 30? Yeah, it was – yeah, 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 I think – Kelsey, when did you commit? Okay, so the story. So <laughs> the story. Um. So, starting with like fourteen U at one point was when we definitely like started our recruiting process, and that's yeah. just like when it all changes. So, mm-hmm. it was the our first season of our fourteen U season. Mm-hmm. Like it was the first of all that, and I was just like becoming to be a freshman, and that's when. But before that, I would go to all the University of Oregon camps. I would always go to every single one I'd be there I'd reach out put all my eggs in that basket (laughs) but and then eventually it was our last tournament of the fall I performed really well at a tournament and then so a bunch of these schools were reaching out Alabama Oklahoma they're Washington they're like why why like is she not reaching out to us and then so Oregon kind of saw that and then that (laughs) that night me and Ava and our other really good friend we were at the arcade and (laughs) and it was and my parents were blowing my phone up. My coach was blowing my phone up. They're like, you need to get back to the hotel because we were down in L.A. And they were like, Oregon's going to offer you. So my freshman year, I committed to University of Oregon. And then I, like this last January of my junior year, I decommitted from there. It's not a super intense story. Like I would always used to kind of like stray from like being honest about mm-hmm. it. It just wasn't like... It was kind of like a mutual thing. We didn't see us like going along each other's paths successfully. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the best relationship with the coaches. Mm-hmm. With Pac-12 schools versus, I mean, some could be different. Like top three in the nation is completely different than a, not a necessarily lower D1, but not Pac-12 school, different relationships. So we didn't talk as much. And it just, mm-hmm. something for me is that I'm very glad that I chose Fresno State because mm-hmm. it's such a home, homely-based environment. Mm-hmm. Like, we care so much about our families there, and I didn't get that homey vibe Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So then I decommitted from there, and then I kind of went in a three-day little rut, like, crawled Mm -hmm. in my bed. Like, it was was hard because Mm -hmm. for softball, it's one of those things where, like, you're pushed for your college. Mm -hmm. You're pushed for this, and once you do it and you're known for that, like, it became almost like a part of my identity. That's like totally. how people knew me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going to happen? But luckily, like, on the, the team I was on, I had an amazing coach, and she really, like, encouraged me, if this is something you want to do, then you can do it. Mm-hmm. No one else is more capable than you. So then I went back to work, started working twice as hard, started working twice as hard at results. Mm-hmm. And then eventually during the high school ball season, I found myself absolutely in love with Fresno. So 
I committed there in July and I've been in love ever well, since. Well, congrats. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thank that's you. so awesome for you realizing all of this now because, yeah. yeah, it's totally an identity crisis. I think that's the hard thing we face as athletes. <laughs> like, you know, when you have something taken away from you, especially like, you know, also too when athletes stop playing their sport, like once they graduate, whether they stop playing after high school or college, it's totally like an identity thing. Yeah. So, but I think that's so awesome that you realize, yeah. you know, like you guys weren't seeing eye to eye and it's, and it's okay. It's okay yeah. to make that change it's, and, and it's for the better. Right? Yeah. It was, it's really hard because of the fact of that. It's just such a society thing that like you're mm-hmm. worried about like what other people are going to say if you don't continue to yep. play your sport if you don't do this because we are known as athletes right. like mm-hmm. we're yeah. known of, as those really good softball players mm-hmm. but just because that's the case doesn't mean that if you don't love it then what is it for right like this is like our journeys because we choose them because we love them and mm-hmm. like I don't know 100 percent. I love that mm-hmm. that's so cool what about you ladies? How was your college recruiting process? How did that all happen for you? Um, okay, I'll go first. Because you guys, but... you both are juniors and you're a senior, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like eighth grade, freshman year, sophomore year, I started like the co- calling coaches mm-hmm. and like coaches started reaching out to my coach to for me to call them and we'd make like a bunch of calls and stuff like that. But And they wanted me to come visit and like they were colleges that, you know, I wasn't really that interested in, mm-hmm. but like they were always like there. And um, I went to an on-deck camp, and um, I remember Ole Miss asked me what my name was. And so, like, I was super excited, and I was on the way home from um, – it was in Colorado. So I was on the way from home from Colorado and at the airport. And my coach was like, you have to call the Ole Miss coach right now. Like, right – and I was so nervous. Like, I had to call them in the airport, and it was crazy. I was just so nervous. And I was like, Dad, I don't want to do this. Oh. But, yeah, I had to do it. And, like, it's kind of things that you have to, like, do. You're just, like, mm-hmm. so nervous. You have to, like, talk to them. Yep. It's, like to the, it's like the coach. It's, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Ole Miss was super interested. And so I ended up, like, visiting there. And, yeah, so I'm trying to remember how I – oh, Utah also. So I actually tore my ACL – and um so I had surgery so I was off for like a whole year and so I came back and it was like my first game back and um Utah was out like looking at me and my other teammate and they were taking videos and stuff and I was like super nervous it was like (laughs) warm-ups and they were taking like videos of us like doing ground balls and I was super nervous and I was like yeah yeah I was like so nervous and then um (laughs) I say that like one more time (laughs) oh gosh um that's then, okay. I remember those days. Yeah, it's nerve-wracking. It's, yeah, Talking it's to crazy. coaches on the it phone is. or then knowing that they're yeah. out watching you at tournaments. You're like, oh. Exactly. Like, like you just, like, are playing. You just yeah. look up and there's, like, totally. so many coaches. Yeah. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. crazy. You have to tell yourself, it's just parents with fangs. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's all good. Exactly. And then I ended up making a call with Utah and making, like, a visit to go down there. And I ended up loving it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, like, such a homey feeling. I loved the coaches and just everything about it. And just I I didn't really think that I was gonna like Utah because mm-hmm. I'd never really been there, but mm-hmm. it was beautiful Utah's there. Utah's beautiful. So, yeah, I was so pretty, yeah. and um, so I ended up committing November of my sophomore year, so awesome. like a year ago. Well, congrats! But thank you. Cool. Yeah, so it's been like a year. Wait, yeah. can I ask her a question? Yeah, Is that of course. Oh my gosh! Like yeah. I've never like asked about like your whole like ACL thing. Like how hard was that? Like coming back from that and oh, like being gosh. able like yeah, it was definitely so hard. That's actually how I found out about Richie and like the whole class because. Yeah, so I played powder puff and um, <laughs> which she had a game last night. So oh, you did. <laughs> but, one. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, big body. That's yeah. what. That's one of the things I had to miss because of golf. I've never could play in the powder puff game because we always had a tournament. This is my yeah. first year playing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I played freshman year. I don't really know why. Looking back at it now, you mm-hmm. think like you do it senior year, but I did it and I like had just like tweaked my knee and it kind of hurt and I like fell to the ground because like it like hurt really bad. So I got up and like tried to run. And my knee kind of, like, collapsed. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what's going on? So, like, I played on it for, like, a month um, with for softball. And it was, like, throbbing you and stuff. You played on Oh, my god. Yeah, God-like. and I actually went to the Oregon camp. And I, like, was wearing KT tape and stuff. And I was still trying to get recruited then. And um, I remember I tried to throw on the run. If you know what that is, you, like, throw off your other foot. And it was the knee that was bad. And my knee just, like, collapsed. And I was like, At the Oregon camp? Oh so my gosh. much pain. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I had to go off and um, – so then I got home and got an MRI, and the ACL wasn't even there. It was, like, totally, like, gone. So when you first initially injured it, did you tear your ACL? Yeah, right. I think so. But, but then I still think it got on it? worse. Yeah. Oh, my So, gosh. yeah. Then we finally <laughs> went to the doctors. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, you could 
do a bunch of rehab and you could get stronger, your leg stronger, or you could do surgery. And I was like, dad, I'm definitely doing rehab. I'm not doing surgery. Like, that's so scary. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. And um, my dad was like, no, you have to do surgery. Like, it's going to be better for you in the long run and stuff. So I ended up getting the surgery in November of my freshman year. And, yeah, it was a nine-month recovery, so that was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I just had to do a bunch of rehab. And, like, at first, like, I didn't my, – my whole calf muscle was, like, gone because I hadn't been walking on my leg. Mm-hmm. And so, it's huge now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> BBR. BBR. <laughs> but, yeah, I had to do nine months of rehab. And mm-hmm. it was even ten months because I wasn't fully, like, ready to go in yet. Right. And, but um, I did rehab with um, – results mm-hmm. and I did that it's in Rancho Marietta where I live and then I went to the main one mm-hmm. and then learned about the training and with Richie and stuff and yeah it's all this my, sounds like such a, like a commercial for I, know, results. Results. <laughs> I swear this isn't sponsored hey, no, we, <laughs> gave, no we, gave, we gave shout out to result in the past two podcasts so it's all good yeah oh, I love them yeah um, but how was that mentally for you because I know like you had to like, come back from that like uh-huh. you know I mean you had to do your rehab and everything yeah. but like mentally too as an athlete like that takes it yeah it was so hard like I had been playing softball for like I don't even know, like, mm-hmm. for, like forever. 14, yeah, forever. <laughs> like, like my whole weekend. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every weekend, my whole life. And I had to, I would go to every, I would go to LA with all my team and stuff because my dad was like an assistant coach. So I would go mm-hmm. and like watch them and stuff. But it was high, like hard to sit on the sidelines and like mm-hmm. watch them and stuff. But yeah, after 10 months, it's hard to think about it now because it was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. But, um, but when I finally got back, it was like so nice and mm-hmm. just getting back into it. And I like, I'm so much like, I feel like I'm so much stronger and so much better now. So I, I'm kind of thankful for the whole, yeah. And it was, yeah, I'm stronger mentally. And, well, like, that's like, that's stuff. Amazing. the thing is, is like, I'm writing an essay in my uh-huh. English class. Right oh, now. are you? Yes. <laughs> Student before athlete. <laughs> but I was writing about like, just like, oh, like accomplishments through like setbacks and failures. And like mm-hmm. with me, with Oregon, that was my like, Mm-hmm. setback and like your ACL and like just like such success mm-hmm. can come out of ha- such hardship and yeah like, exactly it's like really like makes you appreciate it 100%. so much more than like you do yeah. before and it makes it's like in the moment you're like oh my gosh mm-hmm. like what's happening but then like we look back and it's mm-hmm. like it sucked then but it's our journey that gets us to where we are now and yeah. we probably would not be the same people without right, exactly. it well, that quote, like, you can't succeed until you fail is mm-hmm. so true. Like, as cliche as it is, it's mm-hmm. so Everything true. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. That's, like, the one thing that, like, yeah. I've always, like, lived by, like, mm-hmm. ever since with the Oregon thing is. And because then after that, all the Oregon coaches, they all left mm-hmm. anyways. So, like, after they committed mm-hmm. me, it's fine. <laughs> um, they all left. Right. So, like, I don't know if I would have, like, liked what would have happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And totally. all I know is that I'm where I need to be now. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Love you're, that. You're up, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, my recruiting process, um, I was on a team when I was 12 who, like, I played on LTG Lions. Um, Relatable. I was, <laughs> That's where we met. Yeah, Aww. that's where we met. <laughs> um, maybe once I, once we hit 14s, that's when, like, everything really started. Um, our coach said, you send 50 emails or you don't play. Oh, wow. Yeah. So oh, that's why I literally I remember. Like 30. Yeah, yeah, I remember sitting wow. in his 50. house because, like, we would practice at their house because they had a softball field uh-huh. at their house. They'd mm-hmm. be, like, I remember them literally telling us, appreciate, like, and it was in 12 you appreciate this last season because mm-hmm. this starting 14s, that's when, like, it gets crazy. Yeah. Serious. Like, when yeah. it gets real. <laughs> so... Um, so, you know, I would send my 50 emails out, and to be honest, like, I was just always, like, I wonder where I'm gonna go. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I don't really have a set school. Mm-hmm. Um, my first ever camp was Sac State, mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> I liked it, but I just, like, I knew I kind of wanted to be further mm-hmm. away from home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my second camp was actually Santa Barbara, and, like, something just clicked mm-hmm. right there like as soon as I stepped on the field I was like this feels like my home Aww. like I like I love this school mm-hmm. um I didn't really get a lot of attention just because I'm very like short for a pitcher I'm only like five four and like what usually are... pitchers are six foot oh interesting yeah mm-hmm. like very tall <laughs> that's really tall <laughs> yeah. Yeah. dramatic <laughs> it's true <laughs> See, I've seen you know a heck of six feet tall We've Pictures. all been down to LA, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, they actually are really tall. Yeah, <laughs> um, 
And so, like, I never really got the, like, attention, but, like, I was always just, like, okay, you know, my time will come. Mm-hmm. Um, I committed to Santa Barbara my freshman to sophomore year, mm-hmm. um, and I went on my official, or my unofficial visit, like, before, and they offered me, like, a couple weeks after I went on that, and, like, I've just always loved Santa Barbara, and, like, I never was really interested in another mm-hmm. school, and, How like, could you not love Santa Barbara? Yeah, I know. It's so, <laughs> it's so pretty. Yes. But um, I remember the first time I ever performed in Santa, bef- in front of Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. um, I was pitching and I like threw a ball and hit the backstop. It like totally missed. The <laughs> and Why I do I remember like, well, this? Yeah, I, I was like, well, freaking that's, out. There, like, there it goes. They're oh. not gonna offer me anymore. <laughs> like that was the last chance, but. You know, they came out a couple more times. Mm-hmm. And then Several times. They came yeah. to almost every tournament. Yeah. I remember that. And I would that. call and I would text her. I would, like, mm-hmm. just do everything that I could just to, like, just to have her keep yep. coming. Like, come on. <laughs> I know. Like, just come on, come on, you know. And, um, you know, I'm really thankful to be, like, where I'm at because, yeah. like, just the coaches are so, like, they're so great. Like, and I relate to them so much. And, like, as soon as I met them, it's just, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, wow, like, I want you to be my coach in yeah. college. So that's amazing. I actually forgot to mention that um, I was going to call uh, Utah to commit, and she's like, "Yeah, just call me whenever. Like even at three in the morning. Like nobody's ever done it before." And so I I got up, I set an alarm, and I called her no. at three in the morning, but she didn't answer. So I ended up just going back to bed and calling her the next day. And I was actually that's at like a funny I was <laughs> actually at a training at Richie's, and I was like, "Richie, I have to go like call a college coach, mm-hmm. so I'll be right back." And so I went and like sat down on the sidewalk and I just called her and I was like I'm committing to Utah and she was so excited and then I just went back and started working out again but that is so yeah. cool <laughs> yeah so. how funny well congrats to all of you these are amazing stories and it sounds like you know it's a good fit for all of you so I'm like so stoked yeah. for you guys because I know for me like college is the best four years of your life hands down like mm-hmm. It's just an, an awesome experience. Like what you're experiencing now, it's going to be like that times 10. So it's definitely going to be more intense. There's going to be more pressure. But at the same time, it's going to be more fun. And you're going to make even better memories. Um, so that's really cool. I'm really excited for all of you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what about one thing too? And first of all, I want to know um, what positions you guys play because you're a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, what positions are you guys? And also talk about the pressure because you guys mentioned that you guys are going to be on TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For softball. <laughs> so talk about, I mean, like, how that's all going to go, if you're nervous for it or if you're excited for it. How are you feeling about that? Um, well, I play middle infield, shortstop, mm-hmm. second base. Like, just infield, I can play outfield too, but mostly I play, like, shortstop, second base. Mm-hmm. And um, But to be on TV, I'm actually, like, really nervous because, like, if you watch college softball, they, like, zoom in on your face. And, like, <laughs> I'm not ready for that. I always make faces like this. Yeah, like, so, yeah. yeah. There's all my teammates, they were talking to me, like, this, like, past, like, weekend or so, and I was just, like, playing, like, this is really weird, I guess, but I was just, like, playing, like, with my zipper in the outfield. I love playing outfield. And I just, like, sing in the outfield. And, like, I was, like... Every time. Every oh time you gosh. did that, I was, like, what is she doing? I, I thought thought she would always turn like, around and be, like... Why? She'd always like, hear she's me in her sing. Own little world. Like yeah. I don't know. For me, like when I play softball, like I've heard this from a lot of, basically every coach mm-hmm. I've been like, the last when the Fresno coach was recruiting me, they were like, it's like you've had eighteen cups of coffee when you're on the field. Like <laughs> I am hilarious. absolutely crazy. I'm loud. I'm loud. like it's just yes. loud. Even in the weight room, she's like. Oh. Yeah, she's like, yeah, like I'm like she's talking yeah. on the other side of the room. I can hear her. Like, like it's just, just like, it's such an outlet for me, mm-hmm. and I'm just like it's different. Obviously, <laughs> it's like not like I'm not gonna be on the Pac-12 channel. Fresno has their own like channel, mm-hmm. and like they have their own radio station and stuff like that. But like at Fresno, I don't know if you've ever been, but like if you step like go to their softball field, they can fit I think like five thousand people in their stadium. Wow, like God. they fit more like than UCLA does on a regular like on a regular game. Wow. Like because Fresno is such a, like an athletically environment like based environment. Mm-hmm. So it's really like they were telling me that like one time the coach like he was getting his teeth done at the dentist and they just played a really bad game. The dentist was like, So what the heck was that? And he was like, Can we not talk about this while you have something in my mouth? Like oh, it's just one funny. of those things that it's such like in it like a homely and based environment. Yeah. So obviously like yeah, I'm gonna be hecka nervous. But like at the same time it's yeah. like 
we've like we're there for a reason like Mm -hmm. you're going to the Pac-12 for a reason you're going to I don't know what your conference is I think it's (laughs) is it big something big west Skies, I don't know. (laughs) You're in something. (laughs) You're in something. Like, we're all, like, going to our places for a reason. 100%. Like, we'll get get used to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like after you play, you're just like, oh, I just got to play my game. Mm -hmm. Like, you just got to... You just gotta get that, that first set back yeah. out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First, first, that first fly ball, that, that first, first ground one. ball. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. I remember like my first shot, in my first tournament. I think I like duck hooked it into the field, but you know it's fine. Like, it's whatever. It's, 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 it's fine. What it's it fine. Is. Once you get it yeah, done and over yourself. with, yeah. Once you get it done and over with, it's all smooth sailing from there. But um, what are you guys looking most forward to in college? Okay, I'll go. <laughs> I'm just ready for something bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why a lot of people ask me, like, oh, what are you most excited about? Because mm-hmm. I'm about, I'm going to sign next month. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's getting real. Like, you yeah. never, girls, you never think it's going to come. But yeah. it, it's, it's literally, I'm like, wait, what? I'm <laughs> signing next month. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm just ready for, like, the challenge. I'm ready for something. Because, like, the type of athletes, like, we are, like, in this high school aspect, as we were talking earlier, just, like, being surrounded by the people that like aren't necessarily as driven as us like everyone's there Mm -hmm. everyone wants to be there everyone wants to play for that national title everyone wants to do it so I'm just ready to like push like push someone else and have them push me Mm -hmm. and just like they all talk about like what happens in their daily life the 6 a.m workouts and you have school Mm -hmm. and then you have practice and then you have homework Mm -hmm. if you're lucky you have sleep Mm -hmm. like exactly (laughs) I'm so ready for the challenge because it's everything we've been working for for as long as we can remember and the work once we get there is not it's obviously not done Mm -hmm. but it's just like I'm ready for like the challenge to finally be here Mm -hmm. that is true I'm definitely just ready to get away. Like, yeah. yep. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I love Oak Grove, and I love, like, the people that I'm around Why? every day. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, um, like, I just, like, I'm really excited just for the experience of mm-hmm. college and, like, just meet new people and be around people. So like, many different experiences. Everyone yes, always, so many. All, everyone everyone like, always says it's the best four years of your life. Then can it just be here? Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I still have... A year and a half of school, yeah. and like mm-hmm. I already like I'm just like I just want to leave. Like, yeah, I want to go, and like I want to be playing. I want to go to school. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, I just like want to be there already. Just, yeah, yeah. It's just like the excitement, that. the thrills. Like I'm, and also yeah. it's like about finally getting closer to our future Mm -hmm. like in like our like the real world Mm -hmm. and it's something because like now what we do is we're forced to be there like everyone that we're (laughs) around it's like you didn't choose to go to Bella Vista you didn't choose to Mm -hmm. go to Pleasant Grove you're kind of oh by the way I didn't say this earlier I go to Bella Vista (laughs) just saying I didn't say that you did say that no I didn't Uh -uh. I said I was a senior did I say it she did say that no I didn't thanks thanks sis but um anyways (laughs) (laughs) anyways but um we're all like we choose to be there like Mm -hmm. everyone commits to their college like and so it's just going to be such a different environment and then we get to choose our classes that we get to be in like Mm -hmm. as of now I want to major in kinesiology and then go into strength and conditioning because Mm -hmm. honestly because of results because of Richie like yeah and get my two-year grad assistant (laughs) and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. hopefully if I can Maybe I'll come back to results, Richie. Yeah. Get that. (laughs) Or um, back to hopefully going, working with a college softball team. Mm -hmm. So it's just like choosing what we get to do. Yeah. It's like coming. Yeah, I'm so ready for college too. Like she was yeah. saying, I live in like a small community, mm-hmm. and like I'm just so ready to get away. Like yeah. I've been living there for so long. Like I know it's like I have two more years still, but like mm-hmm. I, I'm just so ready to move on with my life and like right. just like be in college and just like being working hard with mm-hmm. and like meeting my new teammates and just like living in Utah and just like it's just gonna be so fun. Like I just want the college experience to come, but like also I need to enjoy like, the moment. Enjoy yeah. high school. Everyone always and, says that like. Yep, I was you just going to say it. that. Yeah. You have to, like, savor every moment. And, I mean, like I said, college is the best four mm-hmm. years. But enjoy these last few years or last mm-hmm. year of high school because, you know, these are memories that you're never going to get back. These are times yeah, that yeah. you're never going to get back. Um, and right now it's easier than it's going to be. So definitely, like, savor the easy moments. Um, but, yeah, once you're in school, I mean – you have to savor every moment. It goes by so quickly, and I'm sure you guys have heard this before, but like every year that, like 
every year you get older, time goes by quicker. I swear. Like I swear the hourglass like gets like faster and faster <laughs> within each turn. Um, so you just have to savor every little moment. Mm -hmm. Um because it is, it's it's the best, and really like take mental snapshots and like mental pictures, um, because it's gonna be so much fun. Well, ladies, any final thoughts on anything? Anything we talked about today? Any advice that you have for current high school female student athletes? Well, <laughs> some a couple of things I'd say is first off, like kind of what we were talking about earlier, like the failure and being mm -hmm. nervous in front of our coaches, like mm -hmm. a big thing in the recruiting processes you always think like we have to be perfect if we don't perform perfectly like if we don't always do this right then they're not going to want us but that's not the case I know it's one of those things that you don't necessarily believe it mm -hmm. but if you do the little things and that like if you do fail that's what they want to see like obviously they want to know like your capabilities and all that but they also want to see how you perform after failure how you bounce right. back how you pick your other teammate up even when you're down just because mm -hmm. it's going to be a team environment for softball specifically mm -hmm. I mean yeah. and other team sports but there's going to be crying there's going to be sweat <laughs> there's going to be yes. tears <laughs> like blood there's going to be all of that but mm -hmm. like it's every like we were talking about every like earlier every hardship you have to come back with more success mm -hmm. that's something that I'd say and don't be afraid to reach out I know some some girls that I talk to because I have had a super crazy recruiting process. People mm -hmm. do tend to come to me for advice about theirs. <laughs> but people get nervous and people do, they say, I don't know, I don't want to reach out, I don't want to be annoying. Like, no, be make sure you make yourself stand out. And the mm -hmm. best way you can do that is by being you. Right. Like, obviously, I, I'm someone that I don't want to change for someone, especially a college coach, because I'm not going to put on a show for you at, for four years mm -hmm. I'm gonna be myself and that's what we all need to make sure that we tell each other's be yourself be willing to reach out show that you want them just as mm -hmm. much as you hope they want you and there's a fit for everyone there's just so many things to say sorry yeah keep it going there, <laughs> there honestly is a fit for everyone for me after ID committed I was like I want to play Pac-12 I want to play Pac-12 which for me I've Honestly, I know what I could have. Mm -hmm. Like, I was getting recruited by those schools again. But the thing is, is sometimes it's we got to knock down our ego a little mm -hmm. bit. It doesn't – you don't have to go to D1. You don't have to go to SEC. You have to go where, like, what fits best for you. There are JUCOs, junior college, mm -hmm. out there. There are D2s. Like, just be, be optimistic mm -hmm. is what I say. And don't let anyone determine what you can do mm -hmm. is something I'd say. And keep your grades up. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily for me, after the whole thing, I kept my grades up, so I did get interest from schools that I know that I could have gotten a good degree from. Right. I'm sure Soph with her ACL thing, because yeah. mm -hmm. she kept her grades up. Mm -hmm. Like, if you fall off, hypothetically speaking, heaven forbid something happen. It's just, mm -hmm. just appreciate every moment of it. Make sure student is before athlete, mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to be you. Yeah, there's a reason why it's student-athlete, not exactly. athlete-student, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my coach always says, uh, like, get your homework done and just mm -hmm. everything student before athlete and mm -hmm. like yeah but um for advice I would say I don't know like she pretty much touched base on like all of it it's like yeah um yeah like I kind of wanted to add on to what you said about like de don't let people determine like who you want to become mm -hmm. like I always grew up like like I said like I was always the shorter mm -hmm. on the sh shorter side of a pitcher um and like everyone was like you know she's she won't ever like be mm -hmm. able to go to a college because you know like she's so short and like I just like always like I didn't listen really listen to that like my dad was always pushing me she, he was like okay like then prove him wrong prove mm -hmm. him wrong Ava like you're better than most of these pitchers out here and like I worked excuse part of my language, but I worked my ass off mm -hmm. every single day. Like, when I was in 14s, I would pitch every single day with my dad. Like, there she would not be... Does. She still does. still does. There would not be a day that, like, I missed. And, like, it was just crazy. My coaches pushes, pushed me to mm -hmm. be a better pitcher. Right. And, like, that's, like, pretty much, like, all that I've been. I've never really been, like, an infielder, an outfielder. Mm -hmm. Like, I've just been a pitcher. And, like, I don't know. Like, what you said just don't determine don't let other people determine like who you mm -hmm. are and like 
that just really stood out to me because I relate to that so much. (laughs) No, I love that. And it's so true. You have to be yourself as hard as it sometimes is, especially right now at the age that you guys are like Mm -hmm. you have, there's so many influences, outside influences that you girls have. And it's like, you just have to stick to your guns and you have to just like really truly believe in who you are and what you can do and I love that your dad just kept pushing you that reminds me of my dad like (laughs) and it's just it's so cool um you know that you girls are giving this advice at your age because I think it's something that um a lot of girls don't realize until they're older until they've like kind of gone through it but like you said you know being optimistic and just pushing through and and not letting anyone determine what what your outcome is going to be um I think is just so important so that's awesome. Can yeah. I add one more? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, also something too is enjoy the moment of high school. Enjoy the moments leading up to college, even in college. Mm-hmm. I Just speaking from other like college athletes, but don't get caught up in the moment. Yes. Don't let the party that everyone's going to distract you. Don't do... I know we're all we're all human. We all need to live our lives, but at the same time, we have bigger goals in life. We have things that we... We are the athletes that have stuff to lose. Mm -hmm. Other people that don't necessarily have the goals for themselves like we do, they don't have anything to lose. So Mm -hmm. surround yourself with the people that you know will make you a better person, whether it's a relationship, your family, Mm -hmm. friends. (laughs) Like, let's be honest, relationships can suck. They can be draining. Mm -hmm. They can be (laughs) messy. Tough. But, like, the point is, it's just that we can't let that distract us from mm-hmm. what's really important. Because you can always hear the idea of that, why don't you live in the moment, bruh? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> wow, it's... you sound like my ex in high school. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you sound like mine, too. Don't worry. <laughs> like, but the point is, it's just like, they all say that we aren't living in the moment now, but we aren't. We're going to be the ones that are successful. We are yes. going to be the ones that are like scrap, like trying to find a job. Mm-hmm. We will have a job. We will be successful. We will have what we need to have. So mm-hmm. just enjoy your moments, but at the same time, keep your eyes on the prize. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think to that point too, like what I was talking about, kind of like peer pressure, like you have to realize like, what is it that you truly want? And that's something that I had to realize in high school and in college. Like you know, do I want to be the best athlete I can be? Or do I want to go to a party and maybe get into things that I shouldn't be getting into? Or do I, you know, want to be hanging out with the wrong kind of crowd? And there was a lot of times that I didn't do the cool things that, you know, all the other people, like all the other kids did. But in the end, I'm so happy I didn't because one, I didn't get into trouble because I had too much at risk, right? Like I loved my sport and I wanted to go off to college. So I knew that I couldn't afford you know, hanging out with the wrong group of people or doing, you know, going to that party or, you know, doing whatever it may be, even like cheating on a test when other kids and like there would be groups of, you know, kids in class that would be like, oh, it's, you know, let's cheat on a test. And I knew that like, that's not something that I wanted to risk um, because I didn't want to, you know, lose it all. So really just like figuring out like what, what means most to you? Is it having fun in the moment and, and maybe making that bad decision or is it focusing keeping your eye on the prize so but the thing is though in my opinion is I'm sure this applies to you Mm -hmm. it applies to all of us the reason that we can do that and the reason that we want to do that is because we love our sport Mm -hmm. we love playing like it's for some people in our sport and others I'm sure it's not necessarily a choice we are forced to play we are forced Mm -hmm. to pitch we Mm -hmm. are forced to hit because a big part of it is our parents Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's one of those things that if you don't love what you are doing if you don't do this like yeah obviously we all want to get degrees we all want to make money but we're living this life because we love it Mm -hmm. because it's what makes us happy so if that isn't what necessarily is making you happy and you would be like it's okay to be happier just hanging out with friends it's okay to be happier getting an actual job because with us we're gone every weekend i'm going to la this weekend going mm-hmm. to florida for a weekend mm-hmm. like for a weekend yes mm-hmm. <laughs> not a week two days <laughs> just two days, two days. Mm-hmm. but that makes other people happy and that doesn't make them less than it's just a different perspective on life so totally. if you aren't passionate about what you do it's okay to not do it yeah. in my opinion because everyone has their path to true I know this is kind of cliche but everyone has their path to true happiness and everyone has like the right fit for them so just because it's what's expected doesn't mean you necessarily have to do it it's 100 percent. yes I think you totally have to follow your passion and do what it is that you want to do um <laughs> mic, mic drop, drop. <laughs> 
I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> but it's so true. And I think that if you fall, like, it's it's funny that you're saying this because with every guest that we've had on the show, like the common theme has been do what you're passionate about and like you'll never work a day in your life or do what you're passionate about and Absolutely. like the money will come. Like if mm-hmm. you follow your love and follow your dream, like that's when you'll find true happiness and like you will be okay, mm-hmm. um, you know, rather than, and I think especially in this day and age, I think it's a lot easier to do, um, you know, back then like when our parents were growing up, they kind of were told, like taught to do the nine to five, get health insurance, do the, do this, do that. But mm-hmm. like just follow your passion and do what you you know what your what your heart wants and I think um like with the work ethic that you learned I mean you'll be successful yeah yeah there's a balance in my opinion with life it's just your happiness your work ethic and just all like I said like always wanting to be better and mm-hmm. I think with this sport with being a female in sports it's completely different completely different mentality mm-hmm. and we're like we've gotten the balance we've gotten that like what we want to do and why we want to do it mm-hmm. yeah so and if I had to give advice on like people who have in, had injuries like mm-hmm. I would just say that like um it's like adversity and you have to mm-hmm. overcome it and I know like for that 10 months that I was off like I was not very happy because like I wasn't playing the sport that I always had played that made me happy that I like loved and like I mean it kind of made me who I am though like mm-hmm. I'm like I had surgery and like it's I don't know like I've overcame it and I'm better now and like stronger stronger now Mm -hmm. way stronger now and like it yeah it's definitely like it was a very positive thing and I took it as a negative thing in the moment but I it's like I don't know losing words but no it's good it was good (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) but yeah I don't know no that's awesome I think that's really cool any other final thoughts that you ladies have no, no, no. kind of said it all. Yeah. Awesome. Well, final question for you: What does playing like a girl mean to you? Who wants to go first? Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Sophie>. <laughs> um I think um, it means to me um, to to be strong, and I don't know. Like, I just feel like guys' sports are more like loved on and like Mm -hmm. obviously like there's not like pro softball yet but I'm trying to get we should get it there (laughs) but I don't know like girls are so much stronger not saying that guys are bad but um I don't know like I I wouldn't change being a girl for anything because like I don't know it's just I don't know. We're I kind feel of, like we're kind of looked down upon. Yeah, and, we like we talk. Yeah. Me and Soph literally talk about it almost every time yes. we do med ball mm-hmm. stuff. Like we're <laughs> we work probably twice as hard as the boys mm-hmm. just because yeah. they naturally get it. Yeah, right. exactly. they naturally get naturally. that strength. And no matter how hard we try, like let's just face the reality. I know it sucks to say, but like they're just gonna throw that med ball harder. Mm-hmm. That's just naturally how they're built. Like mm-hmm. when we first all started results, Richie would work on us about like our muscles, like us going outwards versus inwards, because mm-hmm. that's just how we're built. Mm-hmm. We're exactly. for what we want to do. We're built at a disadvantage. So, I mean, for me personally, just means playing with heart Mm -hmm. like with girls we always play with heart we always maybe play with too much heart (laughs) we take all our emotions we leave it all out on the field and you're right I wouldn't change that because if I was in a sport where it wasn't acceptable to be as loud as I could just play happy and show that I'm vibrant show that I want to be there like I I couldn't do it I couldn't be myself without my heart on my sleeve and Mm -hmm. that was softball it allows me to do that Mm -hmm. and with not necessarily have to compare male to female but it's almost like an ego thing it's like they have to be the strongest just because it's just like (laughs) clout but it's Mm -hmm. just we do it because we want to be that for ourselves we don't necessarily do it with for as much vanity either Mm -hmm. and it's so it's just so like satisfying Mm -hmm. just being a girl and knowing that we can do it too yeah and I even feel like not to look down on baseball, but baseball, like, when you're watching it, like, it's so quiet. But, like, if yeah. you watch softball, it's softball, so Softball, you're loud. so, like, it's you so want fast. to be there. Like, yeah. it's exactly. so quick. It's mm-hmm. so – and we just – I like we were saying, it isn't as appreciated, which I really yes. think it should be yeah. because mm-hmm. if you see, we leave it out on the field every single play, mm-hmm. every single pitch, even if no one's watching, even right. if we aren't getting paid millions of yep. dollars, mm-hmm. even though, like exactly. – it's those things, like, in my opinion, with male sports, it's, like, I was talking to one of my teammates about it, why I like to watch college sports more than pro sports. It's because mm-hmm. 
there's that drive. There's that drive to, like, that grit. And with pro sports, you're like, I don't care if I strike out, I'm getting a million dollars off this at bat. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, we have such a drive and we can never lose that because it is so quick mm-hmm. to not be there, not be a thought in anyone's mind. Mm-hmm. So it's just playing with heart is yeah. what consistent for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> to me, it definitely means um, playing with your mind. Because mm-hmm. I'm very, like, mental person. I get in my head a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know, like, guys, like, sometimes they just, they don't. Like, they could just be there. They could do whatever. Like, girls, we take things to heart. We mm-hmm. take things. We think about things a lot. And we change our mind a lot. Mm-hmm. And Overanalyze. Yes. Yes. I'm and very just, analytical. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, like, to me, playing like a girl is just, like Sophie said, I wouldn't want to change it for the world because, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm on that field – and, like, I just think, I look at everyone, like, I'm the center of attention, I'm mm-hmm. a pitcher. Like, mm-hmm. I just look around and I'm just like, This is what I want to be? be. Yeah. Where else would I want to be? That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. I think that's amazing. And it's so true. Playing like a girl means playing for heart, or playing with heart means playing with your mind. And mm-hmm. I just think, yeah, like you, like you guys said, like, you're not doing it for money, you're just doing it for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Definitely. that's why... Um, yeah, it means so much and why we play so fiercely and, and with so much grit. So, well, thanks so much, ladies. I appreciate you being Thank here. You Thank you for having us. Yes. All right, everyone. Make sure to share this episode with a friend who you think will enjoy this podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback and thoughts on this episode, so head to iTunes to leave a review. You can also send any questions or topics you'd like us to cover by sending us a DM on Instagram at playlikeagirlmp. We want to know what you want to hear. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us at Play Like a Girl MP so we know you're listening alongside us. Thank you so much for listening to episode 10 of Play Like a Girl. We hope you come back for more. Once again, I'm Nikki B, and remember to never stop playing like a girl.